بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شفي الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد respected honorable ulama kiram hafaz kiram elders and friends in Islam firstly let us correct our intention that we are sitting here solely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we are sitting here to learn the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us to learn in order to attain the reward of performing a thousand rakats of nafal salah as been mentioned in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Therefore, it's each one of us with sincerity from the bottom of our hearts make these intentions in order to attain this magnitude of reward. <coughs> Respected and honorable friends, our beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us that whatever actions is carried out on earth is taken up into the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And according to those actions, we find conditions coming down onto the earth. If good actions go up, then favorable conditions come down. And if evil actions go up, then accordingly, the consequences come down onto the earth. Respected and honorable friends, it is of vital importance for each and every one of us with sincerity from the depth of our hearts to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seek forgiveness for our sins and evils. Allah ta'ala tells us in the quran Kareem, addressing or speaking about Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam where Allah Ta'ala says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَأَنْتَ فِيهِمْ That, O oh, Nabi of Allah, as long as you are amongst the people, the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not come down. Now we know, O oh, beloved Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, being a human being, face death, like each and every one of us will have to do, So after Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa leaves the world, then what happens? Allah Ta'ala has given us the remedy for that as well. وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ مُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ That as long as the people are making tawbah and istighfar, the punishment of Allah... The difficulties we are experiencing in this country, it is because of our own actions. It is because of our own actions. If we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if we have personal issues, personal difficulties, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and recite abundant tawbah and istighfar. Favorable conditions will come to us. Respected and honorable friends, we, are here, we have the few days left of the blessed month of Rajab. Our beloved Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa used to prepare for the month of Ramadan from beginning of Rajab, two months in advance. 
if we understand the greatness of this month of Ramadan, none of us will allow a single second to pass by without us being involved in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our pious predecessors, they understood the value of the month of Ramadan. A simple example, Imam Shafi used to make 60 khatams of the Qur'an in the month of Ramadan. One by day, one by night. I ask you, when did he get time to sleep? Understanding the value of this month of Ramadan, every moment was spent in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we do not understand the value, the month of Ramadan will come and the month of Ramadan will go. There will be no difference in our lives at the beginning of Ramadan and no after Ramadan. Let us understand the greatness of this month of Ramadan. One is to recite or read the fadail, the benefits of doing actions in the month of Ramadan. That will inspire us to increase our ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during this, during this month. In a hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa explains to us, there are many people who fast in the month of Ramadan and attain nothing but hunger. And there are many people who stand up in Taraweeh Salah and attain nothing but tiredness. Is that not our condition, respective friends? I speak about myself. Is there a change in our lives from before Ramadan to after Ramadan? Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an Kareem, Ya ayuhal ladheena amanu, O people of Iman, Kutiba alaykum al-siyam, Fasting had been made farad upon you, Kama kutiba alaykum, Ya ayuhal ladheena amanu, Kutiba alaykum al-siyam, Kama kutiba alal ladheena min qablikum, Like it had been made farad upon the nations before you. And what is the purpose of fasting? La'allakum tattaqoon, So that you can attain this quality of taqwa. Allah Ta'ala consciousness, piety, fear of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. How much of taqwa enters our hearts by the time the end of Ramadan comes? Each one of us need to stay, take stock of ourselves. Each one of us are going to sleep alone in our qabrs. If your heart is telling you that you attain this quality of taqwa, then alhamdulillah. But if your heart is telling you that there is shortage, there is weakness, it means we need to bring a change within our lives. In preparation for this month of Ramadan, before we come to that, why did Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wasallam mention that people attain nothing but hunger when they are fasting and attain nothing but tiredness when they stand up in Taraweeh Salah? 
The simple answer, respected friends. Nabi sallallahu explains, your fasting is a shield. Do not tear the shield by committing sins and evils. It is our sins and evils that destroy our own fast. Physically we are fasting. We are staying away from food, drink, etc. But spiritually, we are destroying that fast by lying, by cheating, false accusation, backbiting. All of these things destroy that fast of ours. So by the time the end of the day comes, we had fasted physically, but we had destroyed that fast through all of these sins and evils. The evil gaze. Respect and honorable friends. The dua of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma barik lana fi rajaba wa sha'ban wa ballighna ramadan. Translation of which is, Oh Allah, bless us in this month of rajab and sha'ban and make us reach the month of ramadan. Who's got guarantee we are going to reach this month of ramadan? And during these two months passing away. There's no guarantee we are going to reach this month of Ramadan. Month of Ramadan, how are we going to spend this month of Ramadan? What value are we going to put to ourselves for this month of Ramadan? If we do not reach this month of Ramadan, it means last year Ramadan was our last Ramadan. How did we spend that Ramadan? Did, you, did we value that Ramadan to say that if this is my last Ramadan, then how, this is how I would like to spend it? Each one of us need to take stock, my beloved friends. It is time that we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When are we going to change our lives? When are we going to become obedient servants unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Tomorrow might be too late. Allah ta'ala is waiting with open arms. Allah ta'ala wants each and every one of us to turn to Him with humbleness, with regret in our hearts. Ya Allah, I have been committing sins upon sins upon sins. Oh Allah, you forgive me. One is to attain the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But further than that, how many of us really want to change our lives? Stay away from sin and evil. We find... Many a times we hear from our seniors, senior ulama kiram, that if you cannot do good to somebody, then do not cause them harm. If you cannot do good to somebody, you cannot help somebody, do not cause harm to them. In that way, you're safeguarding yourself from sin and evil. By causing the consequence is very detrimental in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Allah speaks many ayats in the Quran Kareem in relation to causing harm to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa causing harm to the mu'minin. <coughs> now respected and honorable friends, how do we stay away from sin and evil? We find majority of the sins are committed through the tongue. So the remedy our Mashaykh has given us, there are four, but for us in today's times, two are necessary from the four. One is speak less. For us to speak less in the month of Ramadan, we need to start now from the month of Rajab. Speak, speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Speak as much you want, as much as you want to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah ta'ala is telling us in the Quran in many places, commanding us that make the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala excessively, as much as possible. Excessive would mean majority of our time during the 24 hours should be spent in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala has made it the easiest of all ibadat. Where a person can make the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala standing, sitting, lying down. One of the three positions we are in. Either we are standing, either we are sitting, either we are lying down. Besides being in the toilet, at any given time we can be making the dhikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. One sahabi came to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and requested, O oh, Nabi of Allah, teach me something that is easy for me to do. I don't want to do something that is difficult. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam explained to the Sahabi, keep your tongue moist with the dhikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We take the name of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala takes our name every time we say the name Allah. The Quran came tells us, Fadkuruni Adkurkum. Remember me, I will remember you. This is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every time we take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala is taking our names. If we are in solitude, Allah ta'ala is remembering us in solitude. If we're in a gathering, Allah ta'ala is taking our names in the gathering of the angels. Each and every person's name is being mentioned to all of the angels. So to speak less. Speak only that much which is necessary. Answer that much which is necessary. Mix less. Start divorcing ourselves from our friends and our families. The more we get involved with gatherings, etc., we find a lot of backbiting takes place. Speaking about this one, speaking about that one, this one did this, that one did that. Then we get boasting. I did this, this one must be better. I did this better than yours. Then that pride and arrogance comes into the heart. To save ourselves from this respective friends, 
bring these two things within our lives. Speak less and mix less. And recite abundant Tawbah in Istighfar. Who knows, because of our sins, sometimes we think we're angels. We don't commit any sins. Who knows, there is one action that I am doing that is causing the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, causing the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and because of that, Allah ta'ala is sending down punishment. We need to humble ourselves in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Take that pride out within ourselves. Think of ourselves as nothing. That every person around me is much better than me. If that person enters into Jannah, that person has achieved their goal. I'm still stuck here. Today I might think I'm better than that person. Tomorrow Allah Ta'ala reverses the whole situation. Allah Ta'ala gives that person to me tawbah and istighfar. That person becomes the beloved in the court of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and we are still where we are. Our Shaykh Rahmatullah used to always say, think of our ending. As an individual, my each and every one of us, our beginning is what? A drop of sperm, which is impure. The body whistle becomes farad. And our ending, we know away, in this heat, if that body has to be left out within a day or two, nobody will want to go near that body. When placed in the grave, that body becomes food for the maggots and the worms and insects, everything gets. So what is our beginning? Impurity, what is our ending? Food for the insects. In between, from head to toe, there is blood flowing in the body. If that blood has to come out onto the skin, a person's wudu breaks. That blood is impure. So our entire body is filled with impurity. And in reality, what are we here? We eat the best of food, and the end result is, we are excreta machines. Goes out into the toilet. So how can we even think we are better than the next person? Respected and honorable friends, let us turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To become a slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a very high rank in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The most beloved of all creation, our beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah ta'ala addresses him in the Quran Kareem as subhanalladhi asra bi'abdihi that Allah ta'ala Glory be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who had taken this journey of Mi'raj of Isra from Mecca to uh, Jerusalem to Masjid Al-Aqsa who? Bi'abdihi his slave and his servant to become an abd in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
is something which is most beloved in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What rights does a servant have, a slave have in front of the master? The master says, sit, the slave listens and he sits. The master says, stand, the slave stands up. Whatever the master says, the slave is ready to fulfill that command. That is what we need to become in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To get to that respective friends, we need to start somewhere. Start with the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as much as possible. And it is hoped that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at us with that mercy, gives us that opportunity, that tawfiq and hidayat to change our lives. To get close to Him. When Allah Ta'ala wants to bring a servant close to him, Allah Ta'ala takes that person and puts him in the company of the pious, in the company of his friends. When a person studies medicine, after he studies, he needs to go two years internship to stay in the company of doctors and to learn different situations. Similarly with a lawyer, similarly with an accountant, they need to go in the company of those that are professionals. We want that love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do you think it's just going to come to us? We need to sit in the company of those that have the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To learn how to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala tells us, Ya ayyuhalladhina amunu taqullaha wa kunu ma'as sadiqeen. O people of Iman, adopt this quality of taqwa and stay in the company of the truthful. Why is Allah Ta'ala calling His friends, His close, the pious, truthful? Because they are truthful in their claim for the love of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We say we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we walk out of the masjid, we're committing sins and evils. What type of love is that respect friends? The pious, the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they guard their eyes, they guard their tongue, they guard their organs from committing sins and evils. Because they know that causes the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By reciting abundant tawbah and istighfar, respective friends, Allah Ta'ala is waiting with open arms. So much so, in one hadith it is mentioned, as we had mentioned earlier, to take the name of Allah Ta'ala in the toilet is not permissible. But the hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi explains that if a person is sitting in the toilet, he doesn't utter it. He just thinks about it. It's in the heart, it's in the mind. And he says to himself, speaking to Allah Ta'ala, he says, Ya Allah, forgive me. He doesn't say it. He just thinks about it. That, Oh Allah, forgive me, my sons. Nabi Sallallahu says, Allah Ta'ala is even prepared at that moment to forgive that person. 
Come my beloved friends, when are we going to change our lives? When are we going to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We woke up this morning, who's got guarantee they are going to sleep in the bed tonight? They might be sleeping in the qabr. All the people that had passed away, ask them, if you go to the graveyard and they all rise up and ask them, the day you woke up that morning, did you know that night you are going to sleep in the qabr? Given time. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says, you know, strange is that person who's planning and plotting, planning for the next whole afternoon, planning for tomorrow, planning for next, or he's busy in the buying and selling and whilst the angel is standing over his head with his name waiting for the moment to take the person's soul. Time is up already. We'll just mention, we mentioned this the last time we spoke, the zikrs that we need to bring into our lives. We'll just mention it briefly. 200 times, La ilaha illallah on a daily basis. 500 times, Astaghfirullah. And 1,000 times, Durood and Salawat upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The shortest and simplest Durood, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is just the tip of the iceberg. If we do it regularly, we get the taste of the dhikr. Allah Ta'ala will open our hearts. And our hearts will desire, because now the heart is tasting the sweetness of Iman. The heart will desire to increase on the dhikrs. And a person can recite abundant durood and salawat upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There are people that recite 5,000, 10,000, 15, 20,000. I know a person on a Friday, he reads up to 30,000 durood upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Regularly. When we get the taste of that durood and salawat, then Allah Ta'ala will inspire us to increase it even more. So let us try respective friends. Being the month of Rajab is a blessed month in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why we find we should stay away from sin and evil because of the blessedness of this month. Yet we find our lives are normal. No change within our lives. But now that we know and understand, let us prepare for the month of Ramadan. If we can do this preparation... Inshallah, Allah Ta'ala will make it easy for us to prepare for the everlasting life of the year, year after, and that is our death. And the, the life, the journey beyond that. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us understanding. Make it easy for all of us to attain the true love of Allah Ta'ala and the true love of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen wa akhidu da'wan alhamdulillah rabbil alayhi wa sallam.